0: Welcome to Briarwood
1: Football Classics, I'm Matthew Forster, I'm the head coach of Briarwood Christian School in Birmingham, Alabama. This season is the 50th season of Briarwood Football, and we're
0: publishing this podcast to remember some great games and moments from the past, and these are Briarwood Football Classics. I'm so excited today, we actually have some guys in the studio, which has been uh, uncommon in this series, we've done so many things by Zoom, but we're going back all the way to the late 70s, early 80s a uh, great time in briarwood history and all that was going on but wanted to welcome uh, mike shore and scott moore guys thanks for being with us
1: glad to be here it was a pleasure jay thanks for having us
0: so the value of being here in the studio is uh, mike you brought in with stuff but also had some of the old year books and sports books and all um, so when you start playing the game of uh, reminiscing. Uh, looking back these years, what what are some of the things that just initially come to your mind in terms of uh, thoughts or emotions?
1: Oh gosh, well I I came over to Briarwood um, from Homewood when I was a freshman, uh, against my um, against my desire. So my my parents sent me, and, I, and just because they cared about my spiritual life and, and educational growth or whatever, and um, so that my my first year was a 77 as on the junior varsity team and it didn't take long to realize this was a different environment and a different group of guys and it didn't take long for me to, to realize this is where the Lord wants me and this is where I need to be coach yeah. young at that time um, was our was our coach in junior varsity and I remember coach Young's one of his favorite phrases was hey man of God how are you doing today mm-hmm. and every day we just he told his whole hand out hey man of God and, and I just thought that's that's what he wants us to be. Like yeah. like Mike said, we
2: were we were on the cusp, the breakthrough of the, of the program here, before the football field was ever built. We were we were still we were we we're already playing and and uh, and enjoying the the fruits of, of Briarwood football. Yeah,
1: so. I, I tell people that we played for Briarwood before it was cool to play for <laughs> Briarwood. <laughs> that's right. So so let's go back to that formative
0: time. So you know, in seventy seven. Uh, Broward wins the championship, mm-hmm. you know, uh, has that great win versus uh, Mobile, Mobile Christian, Christian at Sanford, I think. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, but the the school had been built, but they were still building the facilities. I think yes. we, we heard that it was kind of a yard in the pasture over there by the lake, you <laughs> yeah, know. Exactly. Uh, but in the year yearbook for your senior year, you know, you see the, the foundation of the field and the mm-hmm. football field and baseball field were connected, you know, at that time. So Talk me a little bit about you know as you guys come through the inspiration of winning a championship in '77, which was quite an achievement uh, since the program had only been going a few years, yeah. and then what it kind of did to inspire you, propel you guys to what you got to experience.
2: It being it being the first championship that Briarwood had ever won, uh, that was quite an honor to be a part of that team, and. Um, to To be able to say after all the after all the the victories that Bradwood has has shared since then to be the first is kind of a unique situation to be in. And, and Scott,
0: you got to actually play in that game, right? Did, Even though yes. you're young, they, I, they pulled I, you up. I,
1: I, I, I played defensive <clears throat> line in that game. I actually, met a tackle, uh, which yeah. was beyond my wildest dreams. You know, so. the, on that team, there, there were some real athletes. There were. I mean, you talk about Hunter Keller and Mike Wilbeck, David Demas. Mike Todd. I mean, that yeah. that guy would knock your teeth oh, out. Yeah. I mean, you know, know, m- Mike was an elite tracks I mean the guy could fly I mean, he, he, he was held try, the steel road think, for yeah. a long time and and so just to just to be in that environment with him and Hunter was a great quarterback and also just a real example for for the younger people. We'll so. tell a
2: quick aside, uh, Coach Jeff Young was our line coach at the time but he also was the scout for the varsity, he went out and, and, and scouted right. teams. he did that for Coach Chance as well one of the scouting reports that he he gave I forget the team it was for but his, his words verbatim were their their linebackers are tough, they're big, they're mean, they roll from side to side, they'll rock your job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that, that to, to, to right. this day. We were practicing that pasture over there. You know. I don't know of any football team that ever practiced in the pasture, and Scott reminded me of the day that we got into a, a yellow jacket nest over there. On the block and sled. On the block and sled, and and you talk about some big guys running, you know, the fastest 40-yard mm-hmm. dash they've ever run. So there was
0: a, a coaching change, it looks like, that you guys were a part of. You know, mm-hmm. Coach Mulroy, uh, uh, we had Hunter on. He talked about they kind of had a throwing style. They were kind of throwing the ball around when, oh, yeah. when it wasn't necessarily cool to throw it around. And then coach, 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 coach Fleming was you guys head coach. A lot of the same staff. But was there any change in the style of play between oh, yes. those uh, two? We immediately
1: went to the wishbone oh, okay. in my sophomore year. And Coach Fleming brought that in. And um, it probably was the best offense for for our skill set that we had. So out of that, we, we had some linemen that were big and tough. Randy Cox and Scott. and Steve Chambers. Keith Preston and Steve. Marty Angwin and I mean, they 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 could they could block they could seal a guy off mm-hmm. I mean it was just the, it was the offense that we needed to run I was telling him <laughs> last time on the phone
2: it's amazing to see football then and football now blocking then was totally yes. different than it is now We drove block. We drove people five yards off the line. Now they seal block and and they squirt through the little holes that they create. But we we created holes you could drive a truck through.
0: Yeah, of course, y'all were seeing that, you know, Alabama and then Auburn eventually when Pat Dye got there. So y'all were seeing that on Saturdays in the state as well. Uh, You know, we had John Hannah come teach a few years ago, our offensive lineman, and we were amazed. Of how different it was, you know, in so terms 100. of gearing it up and just blowing off mm-hmm. the ball. Versus-
1: Preseason, we we would go to Camp Mentone up there, and we started that, uh, I guess, our our sophomore year. Yeah, so and um, I don't know that it was as much about learning the playbook as it was getting conditioned. Mm-hmm. And, and I told Scott, and we and we both agreed nobody was in better condition than than we were. We, they may they might they may have had a more skilled or more diverse offense or something or yeah, but nobody was more conditioned, and I, that was a result of Coach Fleming's philosophy. We're just going, we're just going to drive it down your throat. Yeah, and, and I was looking through the yearbooks, and there were a lot of games where we got behind and wound up winning the game in the second second half. So, do
0: you remember what year you, you, the, the move to the game field at Briarwood uh, uh, was? It still in construction then, or did y'all actually make the move and play games on campus? We,
1: we made that was our junior year, <laughs> so that would have been about 70, 79 nine. Seventy nine, yeah. and uh, we we played Chelsea away. I think that year for the first game, and then the the second game we were playing Marion Institute here, and uh, so that was that was the first game here in this stadium. Which
0: uh, is a, was a forty-six to nothing win. Right? It was forty-six
1: yeah. to nothing. We returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, they they got the ball back. Peter Wright returned the next punt for a touchdown. Okay, and, and so it was it was exciting. I I mean, we we were pretty hyped up. I don't everything was clicking. It was just a lot of fun to be under the lights on your own stadium. Yeah, I,
0: I I think that must have been a really special moment, and then. You know the baseball field and football field were connected. Yeah. In y'all's senior uh, yearbook, it shows the baseball field all dirt. I don't know if that was still part of that at that point then, or uh, it was still
2: part of the groundbreaking. Yeah, um, I was thinking about last night. Uh, there was a arkland birmingham news preseason that year you remember that you had the yeah. picture oh yeah so they
0: because we're in studio they, they actually bring in the, the yeah. artifacts yeah, so it's a little bit yeah, harder to make up stuff you know
2: 1179
0: there's a kind of a groundbreaking yeah. uh so it's uh what a you
1: know what a special time absolutely yeah, it was uh and now, then now, it, the, the field was not near the quality that it is yeah. now right and, and we uh we would often trip just in open field because the, the grading wasn't as yeah. as good as it could have been or or, or can be now but uh, it was better than the cow pasture it was better than the <laughs> cow pasture and it was better than than uh, Gresham middle school That's right. you know so we we were here at home and
0: mike were you the quarterback both
1: years Year, juniors i so? played um Some quarterback, but Pat Trammell was the primary quarterback then, and so I was one of the running backs along with Mike McCrary and Steve T. and Jim Bradford was the fullback. Yeah, and uh, and then so then my senior year, I played a little quarterback, but primarily that was Brick Baker that 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 ran the offense in. So
0: yeah, it looks like y'all had like around 30 29 30 guys and and we had one year at Briarwood. my my, during my time we called them the dirty 30 Mm -hmm. and just to practice you know you have to kind of go half line just to get good on good you know so uh,
1: well now scott scott i don't don't remember remember coming out of the game unless i was hurt yeah yeah and those linemen were they were the ones going both ways and and that's i think that's part of the reason why our conditioning was so important but i
2: played i played right guard and left defensive end in the wishbone offense the, the guard gets a lot of a lot of fun because you get to pull and trap and get to see the look on the guy's face when he comes across the line thinking he's gonna get a free hit yeah. on the quarterback and then <laughs> I'm in his face and that's always a good thing. Yeah. Did, yeah,
0: so fun. you have the wishbone offense. Did y'all have a way you characterize your defense? Was it fifty that some people used back then or there was all types of names, you know, you even have some teams that would run six five. Didn't the we put
2: six five on the goal line maybe? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But 5-4 was our typical defense. Yeah, Um, with a head-up nose. Head-up nose nose, guard, uh, two tackles, tackles, two ends. Yeah. And the ends were up. They weren't down, uh, which was different than it is now. Um, I I played from a two-point stance. So... And we were still allowed to use arms and pretty much anything you wanted to throwing those flippers exactly <laughs> exactly yeah uh, it was a, a little bit more uh, wide open than it is now
0: and then of course the wishbone you know you got to establish the fullback you know it's the one offense where you get three yard gain you're happy and the defense is happy somebody's wrong you know so yeah. <laughs> but uh, but the play action then off that when you do throw it they're usually big big gainers potentially and yeah. then of course the counters and stuff
1: one of our big rivals was Westminster out of Gadsden, and uh, it was it was a good rivalry they were a good group of guys and uh, my uh, was I guess it was our senior year yeah we uh, opened a kickoff and we had a pretty good return on it and coach Fleming was just going for it all so the first play was was a was a fake to the you know fake to the full back, take a step and then drop back and uh, Clay Wheeler ran a post route. This the first play of the game, post route. Passed to him and he scored. It was the first play of the game. And so that that was as that was as that was creative, as un, that and, was, as, and that was as
2: un-Gary Fleming as I've ever seen. Because he was a four hours we, in a cloud we, of dust kind
1: we, of guy. We were just pumped because they're like, "Man, we're going to run the push route on the first play of the game. This is going to be awesome." <laughs> that is so and good. And Clay ran a great route, yeah. and just uh, it was real exciting. We wound up beating them twenty-seven to nothing.
0: So you opened up your junior year four and Uh So that had to be good times, happy hallways at Briarwood yeah, during man. that time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we had some had some good athletes. I, of course, I, I don't remember all the
1: the running backs. Well, Bradford Peter. was the, Peter, Bradford. Peter Wright. Yeah, Peter, Peter Wright was a half. Yeah, and uh, Mike McCrary was a yeah. sophomore. Yeah, and um, so we we I'm just I'm just looking at the lineup here. We had a a good. The crew Vic McCarn, played mm-hmm. fullback a little bit. Marty Ang was and, was our center, and then uh, me and Steve Chambers were the guards, and then Randy Cox and who was the other tackle on the other side? Keith Preston. Keith Preston. That's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Mark Byers, and then and then I, I should have mentioned Paul Barber's name before now, oh, yeah. but yeah. Paul was one of the strongest. He was one of the strongest, toughest. I mean, you just didn't want to get hit by yeah. Paul. Yeah, I mean, he was a great guy though, but an outstanding linebacker mm-hmm. and and. When he put his helmet out. on, he came, to play. He came and, uh, to play. But y'all's first
0: loss, your junior year, was at Trinity. Mm-hmm. and I'm, Is that the Trinity Montgomery still yes. today? Yes, Trinity Montgomery. That's. Uh, y'all come back and get revenge at home the next year. But uh, uh, in some of our past podcasts, the guys sometimes tend to remember the losses or the bad plays more than the good plays. But, uh, and, again, looking at your – your, your junior year still, more wins and losses. Um, so let, let's move to your senior year because that's yeah. the one that guys tend to remember. Uh, so let's start with camp. Uh, so the, this camp at Mentone, uh, it, it, it must be so uh, infamous it gets written up in the yearbook, you know. So uh, I don't know if it was Junction Boys esque, but sounds close or similar. It
2: was very close because it was not about uh, it was not about like you said the playbook. It was about survival, and because uh, we were we were up running those mountain roads, and uh, every morning and every afternoon, and, and doing uh, doing uh, drills in, in between, and uh, it was it was definitely the real deal. And Coach Fleming didn't believe in uh, in too many water breaks and.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, that yeah the, the water breaks didn't come till years past that. So right. it, they, they always thought if we drank too much water, we'd get we'd, we'd get cramps. Cram and uh, that, you yeah. to find out that's.
0: So I'm interested, because uh, that was pretty common in those days. You know, Coach Bryant kind of made it famous with the Junction Boys and all. And so, you know, ways to build toughness and all. So yeah. apart from the coach talk, I'm talking about when you're at camp, you had, or you're about to go to camp, let's say. Player to player, you know, what are some of the things y'all would say to each other? Were you embracing it? Were you just trying to survive it? Would you have to say things to keep the other guys going? But I'm always interested in kind of player to player talk and the psychology of of getting through something like that and then how you feel going in versus, you know, how you feel coming out. So any, any thoughts on that? Any memories?
1: My memory of, of Mentone was was I enjoyed it. And I looked forward to it. I mean, I, I can remember packing my bag and getting ready and getting on the bus and going up there because it was just the start of football season. Yeah. Just going on. So and at some point you'd, you'd
0: embrace that. That's just yes. who you are.
1: Yeah, but it, is still, it still was tough, you know. And, uh, gosh, he, he was, we get out on that dirt road and he wanted to see how fast everybody could run a mile. And we're like, we don't ever run a mile in a football game, you yeah, know. Yeah, But he just wanted to see who who came in shape and who didn't. Yeah, yeah. And uh, by golly, he got everybody in shape. Who'd done their work? preseason work and who hadn't. Uh, so the I city think. up there was called uh, Valley Head, I believe. Valley Head. That's right, uh,
2: Valley Head. We go down and, and, and work on their, on their field and, mm-hmm. and uh, have some legitimate
1: uh, head-to-head scrimmages. Yeah. You know, of course, a lot of us were just uh, not how much weight we could put up, but, you know, repetitions on a certain amount of weight just for for a fitness level. Now, these guys were, you know, duking it out on the other side of the weight room and how much weight they could and, put And up. was there
0: a weight room here on campus? Or yes, there was
1: were? a weight room on campus.
2: And at some point, we transferred or trans- transitioned from free weights to the hydro gym, right, which right. was the resistance. Yeah. Uh,
0: the other thing I wanted to mention is, so you had this lion on your helmet, uh you know, it was blue and gold—a little bit different tint, blue and gold back then. Uh, but uh, was there much? Had there been much tradition established in terms of what the bar would look was, or uniform, or logo, or team chants, or—or was it that kind of come know, and go?
1: You know, I meant to bring my jersey because yeah. I thought that that blue and gold jersey was one, was one of the best color best-looking jerseys, and, you know, of all the teams that we played. Do you remember – do I
2: don't know if you remember this. This was one of the games we played at Gresham and was when Richard Mulroy was still coach and he brought out the new uniforms on the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he holds up this uniform and is, is just going nuts. So out, the motivation the of a teenager, right? The motivation <laughs> coming <laughs> off the bus was huge. New and uh, Senior
0: year, uh, y'all win again versus uh, Chelsea – uh, Opened up fifteen to six, Is and that, then uh, another win versus Westminster, and and we've already heard about you know uh, what that you guys play them year round and all the yeah. sports, and they mm-hmm. they've got such a great tradition out of Gadsden, and then you have the first of two games uh, versus uh, Independent Methodist. Uh, I think the la- the last ones actually was in the championship game. Yeah, uh,
2: they were they were very good. They were very uh, they came ready to play, uh, had a good game plan. Um,
1: and we, we came real close to, to,
2: to beating them and just couldn't quite get it done. You know, we
1: talked, Scott and I were talking, I tend to remember the you know, the bad things or right. the things I regret. And that game, the championship game, uh, I think we had the ball down on the two or three yard line and they had been over pursuing the whole game. I missed, we, whenever we'd run a uh a sweep or something, they would over pursuit and kind of knocks down. So I had this thought, you know, they're going to do that as soon as I get to pitch. I'm going to cut it up into the two hole or four hole and get it, catch them over. Well, that didn't work. Oh There's yeah. that one play on the goal line that they didn't. They they held their ground. They didn't pursue. They yeah. did not pursue. And I'm going to tell you, Jay, I I I went to everybody on the sideline and said, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I, you know, it's just it's just didn't work. And I remember Randy Cox saying, man, we we had everybody blocked on the outside. Like, <laughs> we so left it true. all on the field that night, I guarantee yeah. you. Uh,
0: so, um you get a revenge game versus Trinity. They'd beaten you the a year before. Uh so uh you know, I'm looking at overtime, Cathedral Christian. Sounds like an exciting game.
2: Going back to the question of unity, and this goes back to to Mentone, I'll go ahead and tell the story of uh, Coach Fleming had this brilliant idea of how to unify the team, and uh, he staged a mock kidnapping. Uh, we at about three o'clock in the morning, we get we get roused out of our bunks by a bunch of what we thought were just local rednecks with with guns, and yes, guns. And, and with Un- guns unloaded, unloaded. But we didn't know that, and uh, we get you know we get roused out of our beds and loaded on the on the bus. And uh, well, he goes. Course,
1: they went around with it, with a pillow, with pillowcase, yeah, pill collecting valuables, collect yeah. all our valuables yeah. Yeah. and everything.
2: On the bus, while we're while we're uh, awaiting whatever they're going to do to us, uh, we we got together and became unified. Okay. We started praying. We started, and then there were there were also plots of how can we how can we overpower these guys and you know. But we basically we came together as a team on <laughs> that bus that night. And that was it. Was one of the most brilliant. I, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know that any of our, of our parents ever found out about it because it probably wouldn't have gone good for uh, consuming my, if they mom, had.
1: Mom, yeah. mom was not happy. Yeah. I don't think my mom and dad ever found uh, out because I didn't tell happy. them. Yeah, uh,
2: but uh, but it was a it was brilliant uh, idea. I don't know that you get away with that today. Well,
0: officially, as the Affleck's director, of Broward Christian School, <laughs> I would never <laughs> <laughs> endorse your friend, your friend such tactics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not afraid to hide from history, but. Uh, I, I don't think any of our coaches ever think that's a great idea, but well, if know. everyone came to me, I would say uh, absolutely not. <laughs> last game, your last game your senior year, you know, we've talked a little bit about it. 7-6, those one-point losses, the hauntings of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where was that game, and what are some of the memories about that? That was,
1: just, that, was that was at home, here. yeah. Um, it was it was a typical game against IMS. It was just back and forth. It was I a mean, defensive there, ball game. It was just never I, – I, yeah, there was not many long no. offensive plays. It was just straight out defense. And you know yeah.
2: it's one touchdown a piece because we didn't have a field goal kicker. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> not a no, long range field, field goal go kicker. Bit, let me long let me range make, field goal yeah. kicker. That that was not in our game plan. No. Uh, that, that was my mistake of cutting it up instead of following the the blocking outside. And and it just it was just like our it was just our chance that that drive right there was just our chance to win it and. uh I think we – it got to the point in the game where – I keep talking about this, but where we were just over – you know, we just had an advantage on them. We, we were we were better conditioned. We were making the plays, making the blocks, and just – it was just a steady drive down the field. Yeah. Really. And it was like, this is it. And we just couldn't punch it in. Yeah. Uh, it was a sad it, – it, well, it was tough. Not yeah. sad. There's, we didn't get sad. We got – it was tough. Yeah. But – It it was a it was a typical IMS game, like Scott would talk about. Yeah, I mean it was a physical
2: defensive, but the offensive line, you know, battled it out the entire evening, and uh, it was just that type of physical ball game, which you don't really see much anymore. So
0: now let's uh, take me through what's happened in your life since then. You know, uh, you guys go to Briarwood. For way more than Briarwood, you know, you're you're getting taught the things that will carry with you through life. So I was I was brought to
2: the Lord by Josiah Bancroft. I don't know if you know who that is, but he was a a Camp Briarwood counselor at that time, and I was at Camp Briarwood and uh, came to the Lord and uh, uh, going through the going through the four years here at school. It was it was. with, with regular Bible classes it was it was uh, very um, spiritually uplifting I met the I met the woman that I finally that I married and I'm still married to after 38 years with three kids and five grandkids later so Briarwood has left me with a huge legacy yeah so mm-hmm. Les and I both went to Auburn uh, she graduated I didn't I went to work uh, came home um back to Birmingham in 1988. I've been in the flooring business for like 35 years now. we raised our kids here in Birmingham. Uh, I had two kids that went to Briarwood. Jake, uh, like I say, was, was a football yep, yep. standout, had a, got a scholarship to the Citadel. And, uh, he's, he's now got a family with three kids. Yes. And, uh, my oldest daughter graduated from Briarwood. She's, uh, she's married and has two kids now. So, uh, Briarwood is, um, uh, is deeply, deeply in our hearts. Yeah. And, uh, mm. so, uh, Hopefully, uh, one day I can send my grandkids to Briarwood.
0: And then, right. Mike, you at Auburn as well, correct? Went, went to
1: Auburn. Uh, Scott and I actually roomed together for that first year. I, I wound up, I graduated uh, in building science and uh, went to work for Brassfield and Gori and worked for them my entire career. I retired earlier this year. Um, I met my wife at, at Briarwood. She had a ministry to underprivileged children, um, Narnia Ministries, and uh, very unique. Uh, outreach there, and she was just great at it. So I met her on a on a youth retreat, and uh, we have four children. We homeschooled them, but um, we, we have gone to Briarwood Church, you know, all of our life, and uh, still see you know people from the past, which is which is really a, a, an encouragement, you know, to have known people in your church for 30 something years. Yeah. Is really a, you're, you feel grounded because you are grounded, you know, and you have this accountability to people, and you know there are times when I've needed that accountability, you know, just yeah. in certain situations, and uh, I was so glad it was there. But uh, Frank Barker was a true inspiration uh, and, and spiritual leader uh, from the day that I started at Briarwood. What a man he was yeah. of humility mm-hmm. and, and godliness and righteousness yeah. was. It was a cornerstone. It was. It was you know of, of my life and, and meeting Susie there um, Susie Stowe was her, her maiden name and she we I'd like to say we but I'm going to give her a lot more credit on raising four incredible children because uh, she she had the vision to do the homeschooling and, and uh, they, they've they all it, it's a good herd Jay I have a great yep. herd of kids <laughs> that's a blessing
0: <coughs> yeah. so last thing so you guys have kept up with Briarwood and Coach Anthony years now Coach Forrester you know, Mike, you came to the fiftieth uh, season celebration the other night. Oh, when uh, you come back okay. now and you see the campus and there's that mixture of old and new, just some of your thoughts or you know, just some of your, your takeaways from your recent visit.
2: I still, I still kept a relationship with um, with Jeff Young. who is right. He's still a mentor. Uh, I still see Gary Fleming. We 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 talk to each other. But coming back to the school now. It is, and, and I have, um, it's, it, it's amazing to see the growth. I had a nephew come through, Alex Moore. He's, yep. my, he's my brother's son. He he's, was, a, was a standout. So yes. just to see the um, ever-increasing the, the ever, uh, the ever increasing, uh, uh, Briarwood legacy continue is, is great to, to, to watch. And
0: you're a part of that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: So and I, I tell you, from the, from the front of, of coming down 119, looking to the school, at the front it looks the same as it did when we went to school there and then you go around the back yeah. and it's just like wow this, this you know it, it's the improvements that have been made and uh just the i guess what a what a blessing that is to have people help out and do yeah. that it was great that that other night the 50th anniversary was just was just really i don't know what the word is for it it just was really cool i mean yeah, it was just really neat and uh, it's humbling it's humbling and just uh it's just it just makes me proud you yeah. know to have gone here and <clears throat> I tell you watching those guys on the field it wasn't a, it wasn't a probably wasn't the way they wanted the game to turn out, but their character and, yeah. and the way that they the way they held themselves was was in tradition with with Broward Christian, and it was really really awesome. So I, I just Jay, I can't tell you what a what a blessing it has been. Um, my my parents made the right decision, mm-hmm. and it just has paid off for me and my next next generation, and hopefully for, for more. And the discipline of sports. I mean, we we've talked football. We hadn't even talked track. Yeah, or, yeah. or basketball yeah. Or basketball, any of those other sports, which did the same thing for That's us. Right. You remember those Barry <laughs> relays where you
2: met Vincent Bo Jackson for the oh, first it, time? Well, <laughs>
1: we're, we're headed to Homewood Invitational. This is our jun- our junior year, yeah. and we're on the bus. And, and Bobby Scott gets up in the front of the bus, and he's talking about we're we're, we're it's Homewood Invitational. Macadory is going to be there, and he said, and he's good coaches. He's good friends with the coach at Macadory, and he said, guys, there's there's going to be a guy there today from Macadory named Vincent Jackson. And I, he said, just don't worry about it or don't, don't, don't be disappointed. The, the kid's going to win everything that he's in. <laughs> and I was like, what? I mean, I, I'm a long jumper, man. I mean, he's already conceding that we're going to, this is not, this is, oh, I didn't like it at all. And so I, I was long jumped first and had a, had a good jump, really good jump for me. And uh, I'm waiting. So I look over across the field and I see this guy walking over there, and I was like, "Oh my, that looks like a Greek god coming over here." I mean, look, look at that guy. I said, "Coming in second in the long jump's not too bad." <laughs> and the guy jumped twenty three six, and didn't take any warm ups or anything, and won everything he was in. Yeah. And it, it, he was a sophomore. I'm gonna tell you, Jay. He it, when he was a sophomore, it was like that guy is gonna be yeah, unbelievable. That's amazing. So, and
2: it wasn't about the sport uh, particularly. It was about building men and yes. building character. I, I never had a coach that wasn't concerned about my character and wasn't concerned about the man that I was going to grow up to be. I, I appreciate that because it it gave me the the foundation to be a father to to a son, and I hope he can be the same kind of father that those guys were, were to, to me off away from
0: home and, and that's been my prayer for this whole reason we've done this uh, celebration podcast is the messaging has been so consistent through all these episodes of guys from every decade and uh, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate your time taking time and and you know these are the kind of stories I think we'll sit around in heaven and part of what <laughs> makes heaven <laughs> eternal is it's going to take eternity to really highlight all the great things the Lord has yeah. done through just a you know a few fifty years, which mm-hmm. is just a drop in the bucket, yeah, of yeah. vapor, and you know our prayer would be, as time moves on, that you know a decade from now, two decades from now, there are others here, who are trying to follow with a healthy pressure that tradition, of winning, yes, but but more than winning, it's the development of character, it's presenting Christ in the way that He deserves to be uh, presented, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, and so I really appreciate you guys taking part of that.
2: Thank you, Jay. You carried on a great tradition. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: My pleasure. Thank you. All that. right.
0: Well, this has been Broward Football Classics Podcast. You can find this podcast and many others and all your favorite podcast providers.